Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I am your host, women's empowerment coach and motivational speaker, Megan Hall. And on this podcast, I'm going to connect you with inspirational women who will share their real stories. And we're going to chat about topics relevant to women today. I'd love to continue to support you on your life's journey. Please join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in today and enjoy the show. Hey guys, today I'm here with Moni. I met Moni through the interwebs of military spousedom. Um, and Moni Jefferson is a PR strategist, serial entrepreneur, speaker, and proud military spouse. She is the founder of the Mill, Mill Spouse Creative, and I will link that up in the show notes, inspiredwomenpodcast.com, so that you guys can come join if you're a military spouse, and it's really interactive. Um, so it's a gathering place, Mill Spouse creative entrepreneurs I'm never, to connect, collab, and cultivate. And the creator of Milcam app and Milmojis. What are Milmojis? Are they emojis for military spouses? Yes. Oh my God. It's, yes. It comes out this month. That's so exciting. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, as the owner of the DTH Public Relations, a virtual PR agency, she collaborates with clients to build their brand while reaching their key publics and streaming their vision to generate results and exceed their goals. By aligning her purpose with her passion, she is able to motivate, inspire, and support entrepreneurs to run a successful business. Moni has a BA in communications and public relations from the University of North Carolina at Pembroke. She is a proud Air Force spouse who is 19 years married to her best friend, Roy, and has three brilliant children that keep her on her toes. Yes, three children definitely keep you on your toes. I completely yes. understand. Moni is a fiery Latina, and she sure is, if you get to know her. Huge life lover, spin addict, and gets it, get it all done between coffee, wine, and a few colorful words. I love colorful words. They're my favorite words. Yeah, they're mine too. Like the F-bomb is definitely my favorite, and I've been yelled at multiple times for saying it when I shouldn't. So, um, Let's start off with, you said you get it all done between coffee, wine, and a few colorful words. So how, how does that happen? Like you have a lot on your plate, girl. Like do. you have three kids or a military spouse, you're running multiple kinds of businesses. People are probably listening right now. Like, holy crap, does she get to sleep and eat and breathe and, you know, do all the other stuff that comes with being human? Yeah, so I do. I mean, I pour the coffee in the morning and I pour the wine at night and then the colorful words just happen in between, to be honest with you. <laughs> but there are moments in my day I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? What's my focus? Um, and it, and you know, I, I don't know. It's just, I'm a creative. I just tapped into this whole creative space, probably 2014 and I just, I want to do everything as much as I can, right? For a purpose, though. Everything I do is purposeful. Um, yeah, I just get it all done. My family's my number one team. They are amazing supporters. And then I have, you know, I just started, I just now am able to hire a team. So I have a, a team that helps me now with a lot of back-end stuff that was taking a lot of my other time. And so that's how it all gets done. But yeah, coffee, wine, and colorful words. Like, straight up, that's my... My motto, when people ask me, I'm like, coffee and wine, just keep drinking it. <laughs> coffee <laughs> in the morning will motivate me to write. Wine at night at, will motivate me to write or organize or send bills. Like, I don't know. It just helps with the whole mojo. Yeah, definitely. And it can be hard. I know time management is like one of the biggest 
gosh, yes. Things that people struggle with, especially entrepreneurs. I know because I work with entrepreneurs a lot on time management. <laughs> like that, I think every single one of my clients at some point in time, we've talked a little bit about time management. Like, what do you need to get out? And, and having a team is definitely helpful, but not everybody's there. So right. when, it, when it comes to running multiple businesses, you said your passion is what fuels you. So tell us a little bit about your why. Like why, why do you do all of the things? Oh my gosh. Okay. So for PR, I started it because I wanted to help people gain visibility. Like it is my gift. I really truly believe that I'm walking in my gift, my anointing for those that are believers. Like I feel that I help my clients gain visibility um, as far as PR, that they can market themselves online without having to purchase ad space or purchase this or purchase that, and just helping them get clarity on what their overall objectives are um, and making sure that what they're doing is purposeful as well. So, I mean, that's my purpose. Military spouses is my passion. Like, they are just, my community is my passion. The apps that I've created for my community are my passion. Like they make my heart so happy. Uh, PR is my bread and butter. My apps are more like, they're just, they're just passion projects and it makes me happy seeing people use them. I feel like we really don't have as much of a voice in technology that we need to have. And that's why I started creating the apps. I, I agree. I really do think that when it comes to being a military spouse, there's a lot of things focused on women. There's a lot of things focused on entrepreneurs, but where are the military spouse focused stuff? And I'm not all of my audience are military spouses. We're not leaving them out. They absolutely need right. a focus too, but it's just, yes. it's a small untapped, uh, you know, niche that people don't really see because they have all these misconceptions about military spouses. Right. Oh Yeah. <laughs> MLMs and not to knock them, but like, you know, all we do is sit around, wait for the first and the 15th and we take our money and just go buy high end stuff from the BX. Cause it's like $10 cheaper. And you know, we sell every single MLM prop, you know, like that's just, uh, that is just an old way. Our military spouse culture is so, um, if you take a minute to really look and see what's happening, it's absolutely a fantastic and phenomenal community. It's and untapped. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with being an MLM. I was a beach body coach for a little while. Oh, wait yeah. a minute. Mary Kay, um, 31. Look, I still sell Stella and Dot because I like jewelry cheap. <laughs> and they have cute jewelry. I have a friend who sells it and it is adorable. I love it so much. Sometimes for like my birthday and stuff, she'll send me stuff. I'm like, yay, free stuff. I love it. Uh, but yeah, you know, I think a lot of times that we are, you know, put in this box and we aren't all like that, right? I was just wow. talking to a friend of mine, actually, um, the one who introduced me to your group in the first place and today, and we were talking about how there's like this box of, you know, what a military spouse is supposed to be and so many of us don't fit that box. <laughs> no. like, I don't know who created that box because I don't fit in it either. <laughs> you don't. I love it. So the PR is your bread and butter. And some people listening, they might not have any idea what PR is or why you need PR or what it really involves. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And who really needs PR? Everybody needs PR. So people have such a misconception that celebrities and 
high-end businesses need public relations, but in all actuality, we all need it. Small business owners, MLMs have it, like everybody needs PR and everybody can actually do their own PR. It's just taking the time to do it. So PR is basically, you know, sharing relevant and trusted information about your product or your service to your audience. I mean, you're not paying for marketing space. You're not paying for advertisement space. As a matter of fact, my entire brand, everything I do, I don't pay for any ads. I do everything organically and by working at it myself. But sometimes paying for those Facebook ads can help. But yeah, so PR is is basically just brand and trusted recognition on your pro based on your product or service that you provide to your audience. So everybody needs PR. You can do your own PR. Everybody's actually doing their own PR by posting on social media, having an editorial and a content calendar, by doing Facebook Lives, by creating objectives with strategies and tactics. Everybody's already doing it. They don't realize they're doing it. And what that means is they're not doing it to their full capacity because they, they're not doing every single step. And so that's what I do with my clients. I help them understand what the overall objective is and break it down by strategy, and tactic and then we either implement it for you so you can hire me to implement those tactics for you and run your social media do your pitching um, for meet national coverage or stages or I create it and you can do it yourself which is pretty much mostly everybody's doing it you just have to have to do it so a lot of times because your skill set is not PR some of the stuff will start weighing down because you're actually practicing your skill set. So if you're a designer, you're designing websites. If you're um, an editor, you're, you're doing all your copywriting or whatever all day. PR is not your jam, but how am I going to know what you're doing unless you're sharing it to get more clients? And that's where I come in. Oh, exactly. I feel like a lot of times when it comes to anybody, it doesn't even have to be entrepreneurs, but even somebody who has a career, we don't share enough of it for people to really understand what we're doing, right? Oh, well, I know so-and-so works with numbers. <laughs> what do they do with those numbers? <laughs> you know? Or I know Megan speaks on stages. Well, what else does Megan do besides speaking on stages? You know what I mean? why, why is she speaking on stages? She's speaking on stages because of this life experience and she's coaching and like, so there's a trickle effect, right? What, what, why did it start? Exactly. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when it comes to business owners, and this is why I love this podcast so much is because we share those real stories, like those things that, that why those things that have happened. So people can kind of understand, oh, there's a human being behind that, you know, talking yeah. on social media. <laughs> right. Right. I agree. I agree. And, and I like that about your podcast because that's one thing I try, I stick to myself. It's being very transparent and tangible and authentic and everything that I do. Like I shared that I don't pay for any advertise. I don't pay for anything, everything that I'm building. I want to do it organically because I don't want to buy followers only because I want to actually engage with you guys and I want to build community and, and help and support and, and mentor and have referrals and things like that. And if I buy followers, I can't do that <laughs> because now I don't know who you are. 
I completely agree. I always, when somebody follows me on like Instagram or something and there's a huge disparity between how many people they're following and how many followers they have. And I've never heard of them in my entire life. I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. Probably not. This is probably not the person I want to interact with because I'm like you, I want to grow organically. I want to touch people. Like it might be slower in that process, but it is more sustainable. I believe than you know, going out and purchasing a bunch of followers. And then those aren't even really people that are actually involved in what you're doing. They're not engaging and they don't believe in in your overall mission. Right. So we can't, I feel, I really do truly feel like we can't do any of this by ourselves. And it is when I first started my business, I was like, I feel so alone. And I felt like I wasn't really getting anywhere. As soon as I started engaging and connecting and really working and partnering with other spouses and brands is where the elevation came. So you really, I really believe you cannot do anything alone at all. I don't believe it. And then those that are out there doing it, they're truly struggling. I mean, that's just my opinion. You know, they may look like they're on top and that's fantastic, but they're alone. That kind of sucks. It is being surrounded by people, but still feeling lonely at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is too, about like having followers and stuff. I tell my clients all the time, like when we pitch you, they're looking at the numbers, but then they go back and they look at your engagement. Are people responding to what you're saying? So you may only have like, for my PR site, I only have 600 followers on Instagram, but people engage, they comment, they ask me questions, they DM me, they, they um, have authentic responses. And that's what they're looking for right now. They're not looking for huge numbers because that can actually give you empty results. Yes. I've had people ask me, um, wanting to be on the podcast and like, I'm not sure if I would be qualified for your podcast. I'm like, how are you not qualified for my podcast? Well, I don't have that many followers. I don't have that. I'm like, that's not what I go by. I, I go by like the, the people I go by the vibe I get from them. You know, I get by like their response. Cause I do have a way for people to apply for the podcast. I go by the response. Those are the kind of things I go by because I could give a crap less. How many followers do you have? If you're a dickhead, you're not coming on my podcast. Right. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of people that are speakers or have these large numbers, they're not personable and they don't connect with their audience. And I know that for a fact, cause I've reached out to them in an authentic way for like valuable stuff and they haven't responded, but they'll be the first ones to be on their Instagram saying, Oh, DM me. I respond. Bull crap. You do not respond. You do not. (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. It's so true. You really have to build those relationships. You have to have a tribe of people. You have to have those people that are actually like, that actually care about you. Like, right. They actually care about you. You're not just some, person that they see on social media. Right, right. And they believe in what you're doing. Yes. So you are a mom of three children doing all these multiple things, as well as being a military spouse. How do you balance all of those things? Like how, I mean, we already talked about how you do it with the coffee and the wine, but how do you have that, that balance between all of them so that you're still spending time with your kids, but you're getting work done. Um, and you're still seeing your spouse on the rare occasion that he's home and he just came home recently, right before we recorded this podcast. So, (laughs) yes. So Roy was gone for six months and he just went back to work yesterday after a month being off. But um, when I first started my business, it was about my business. I was like, if y'all go eat, y'all better feed yourselves. You better eat some air. Like it was very, um, it was not, it was not good. It was really bad. 
<laughs> it was like no dinner, no cleaning, no nothing. Like I just really, and I struggled with time management and then being through Facebook groups and communities, I learned that there are different things and techniques and tools I can use to help me manage my time. So right now what I do is my number one is I stop working at 5 p.m. EST time. And that's really hard because I have four clients that are Pacific time. <laughs> and so like, it's so hard for me to not want to respond if they've emailed me because I know they still have three hours in their day and like my day's over, right? Um, so I do have 5 p.m. is cutoff time. And then I start dinner. So my family now knows that dinner's not done until 5.30 to 6. So cutting off the time, my calendar is synced with my husband's calendar so that I don't overbook or double book myself, which has happened. <laughs> Talked about it today on my live. I have double booked myself or triple booked myself and not even realize that with all the calendars we have, it's like, ugh. Um, I use that. I also use uh, Trello to help me organize my time, block scheduling. And I have a calendar, but I need to get a new one. I'm not really too happy with it. But yeah, I mean, just cutting it off and then making, being very intentional about my weekends. So on the weekends, I intentionally do not work on client work. If I'm going to work, it's in my business. So I'll say, oh, I'm writing a blog or <clears throat> I'll go through my social media just to make sure everything's good to go. Um, and just doing that, just having that intentional time to work on my business, not in my business, make an intentional time for my family and setting aside, you know, every weekend we do something together. Mommy leaves her phone at home <laughs> because I will be on that thing like crazy. And we have date nights once a week. Um, we go on date nights. We do getaways. I mean, it's just about being, I feel like I'm intentional about everything in my business the way I do in my family life. So I go hard for my clients. I go hard for my middle spouse community, but I go hard for my family too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it can be so hard. It really can be yeah. so hard. Like yeah. there are times that like, I just want to, you know, bury myself in all of the things that are going on, be on my phone, but I'm like you, I'm intentional, right? When my kids get off the bus, you know, after, you know, homework's ready and we have to make dinner, that's, that's cutoff time. Like I'm not, I'm not going to be responding to emails from people at that point in time. You know, there are definitely days that I am not as good at that as, <laughs> right? I mean, like, be like on the corner and be like, looking at my phone like real quick <laughs> my slack yeah don't see me around this corner checking my email and social media and all of these things really quick just really <laughs> quick <laughs> but i feel like everybody tries to do that because i'll get on social media probably again around eight or nine so my kids have a, a bedtime that also helps me keep my life together. They have a bedtime, 7 8 o'clock, but I'll get back on social media around nine. And it's like, a, it's like a social media explosion. Cause everybody's like responding to everything and they're like engaging and tagging. And now there's like 500. One day I was on a Facebook messenger with like three other spouses that I connect with on the regular. And that thing was going off to 1145. <laughs> oh my God. Y'all. We were up at six o'clock talking. We have got to go to bed. I'm turning this off. Yes. Oh my goodness. 
But Roy had, my husband had fallen asleep early. So that's the only reason I was on my phone. <laughs> my husband doesn't do social media much. Oh, mine either. Like hardly at all. And I'm like, did you see what I did? And I, I posted on social media today. And he's like, oh, no. Yeah. Roy doesn't either. He likes to do the, he goes on to the video section and watches all those dumb videos that I avoid. Cause I'm like, that is not teaching me anything. And that is not progressive. So I'm like doing all this other stuff and he's doing all, I don't know. He likes to get on there for jokes and stuff, but yeah, I really feel like we're pulled in so many directions, but we're like chameleons. We can do it all. I feel like, I feel like we can, military spouses can do it all. And Y'all, if we can, I mean, we can do it out of anybody, like PCSing, deployment, all these crazy work schedules. I'm like, there are days, though, that I'm like, dead. I will literally shut off because I'm such an extrovert. This fuels me. And then there are days where I'm just like, I will, I just, I, I need quiet. The noise like- is loud. That's like me most days. Uh, I realized the other day, not the other day, it was like a month or so ago that I am actually an introvert at heart. I need some quiet time like every day or I, I burn out. Like if I go to a conference, I'll be great all throughout the conference, but nighttime comes and I'm like, oh, done. I need a nap. I need to sleep. I need right. all of it. Like See, for me, I'm like, where are we going to have a drink? What, what are we doing? Like what's going on? Like that's, that's me in conference mode. Like, like, I'm fueled. Where we go? What we doing? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm pretty much fueled, but yeah, I have my, my moments of, you know, feeling like I'm not doing enough. I'm not enough. I'm not brave enough. I'm not connecting enough. I'm not intentional enough. Like it's my focus is so intentional on community and my family. I want to make sure everything I'm doing is enough, which is like the worst. It's like the worst, best word in the dictionary enough. Cause it could be good and bad. Um, but yeah, there were, there were times I just, I shut down. I'm like literally, I will just be in bed all day. Yeah. And I had that enough problem this weekend. I was reading through something and I was just like, I will never be these people. I'm not good enough to be these people. No, that's not true. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, but then I had to look at it and I had to say, do I really want to fit into this cookie cutter box in order to fit in and actually be these people that I'm looking at? Or is it okay? And I understand that some of the reasons that I don't fit in is because I'm so transparent and speak out and say stuff that some people are like, holy crap, she really needs to tone it down a little bit. Um, But I went through that too this weekend and I teach people about this, okay? And I still go through it. Like, you know, we still have those times where we're like, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not good enough. I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to be there. But then we have to check in and be like, okay, do I really want to change to be to that point? Or right. am I doing just fine on my own? Yeah. Yeah. You just have to really tap into that place of calm and make sure. Cause I, like with me, it's so much chaos all the time and I consider it chaos, but it's noise. Cause I'm such an extrovert. Everything is, I'm constantly going. But I think when you find that quiet place and you're like, you know, I'm not so bad. I'm pretty, I'm pretty freaking fantastic. And I don't need to be like this person. And at one point that person felt the way I feel wanting to be like somebody else, but you have to just want to be like yourself. And I think that's where growth comes from is like, 
so easy to play the comparison game. Yeah. It's so easy. I mean, it's, especially as an entrepreneur or military spouse, you're like, oh, how does she do it all? I drink every night. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to drink every night? Okay, then. You know, like, whatever. Some people run every day. You know, whatever your thing is. Mine is drinking. I like to have a glass, a cocktail. Not that I'm an alcoholic. (laughs) No judging. No judging. No judgments. (laughs) Um, My friends listening to this will be like, we know her. (laughs) My son, somebody asked, I was trying to teach my son colors in Spanish and the brown is, you say a cafe. And so I was like, oh, what is mommy's favorite drink? And he was like, wine. (laughs) I was trying to say like, what color is mom's favorite drink? And I was, you know, it's coffee or wine. He was like, wine. I was like, oh my gosh, really? (laughs) Your kid knows you. Well, you mentioned friends and I know friendships can be really hard for adults, period, especially military spouses. So how do you, how do you find your people? How do you find them? (laughs) Oh gosh, how do I find my people? Um, you know, it's funny, we were talking about this the other day with a friend of mine and, and my sister-in-law, she's like, you're always on, right? Cause I like, I'm always on, I'm always connecting online and at events and stuff. But my people truly, truly are, I find them in the weirdest places. And, um, like I have a, a girlfriend, she is like, my calm like when I'm around him around her I feel like earthy and wholesome and like spirited and so those are the people I want to be around and you know people you know I'm I mean it's either black or white with me I think it's like you either like me or you don't like me there's not like that uh she's okay I mean it's just that's just how I am and that's okay I mean I am not everybody's cup of wine (laughs) you know some people like tea I'm not drinking that but anyway um you know um a lot of the spouses and friends that I have made are through the military spouse community moving from one place to the other um and we just stay connected that way and there's usually like one or two that I just they just become part of the tribe they just are the people I cannot talk to for six months and reach out and say, I really need to have a, a talk. Can you, can you talk? And, um, and that's what makes it okay because they don't feel like I'm neglecting them because they know their life is crazy and my life is crazy and their husband is gone. Then my husband is gone. They're understanding, they're empathetic. And, um, and I love that about them. So that's how I find my friends. <laughs> it, can, it can be hard to find those people and you, you kind of have to be real. Like not everybody is going to be your glass of wine or your cup of tea. It's right. really real. You might meet somebody and there might be nothing wrong with this person, right? There's nothing like legitimate where you're like, this person's an awful person. I just can't see them. And they just, you just don't click. Like there's just those right. people that you meet where you're just like, eh. And I'm kind of <laughs> like you. <laughs> I'm kind of like you. I'm either like, I, I don't have many people who are like, meh, with me. I have like people that are like, I love Megan. She's amazing. She's got so much energy. Or these people that are like, I hate that bitch. She is just. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I've had that too. Or I've had people say like, you're so, in, like, you're intimidating. You need to tone it down or something. And I'm like, but why are you mad at me? Because of your insecurity. Because that's really what it is. It's that person's insecurity of not being able to 
work a room the way that I can because that is my gift. I can work any room. I have no scare, no fear. Um, I shake hands like a man because when I'm doing business, I'm doing business. Like that's how I'm meeting you as a networking. Um, and, and I'm honest, I'm honest because I want people who will surround me to be honest with me, whether I'm wrong or right. I, that's what I need in my life. And yeah, so you either love me or hate me and, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. And it's, yeah, it's completely fine. We kind of have to sometimes own that and be like, you know what? It's all right if you don't like me because I'm me and I'm not going to tone it down. Like, how would you feel if somebody said that to you? And then suddenly you're like, oh, okay. When I go into room, I got to be a little quieter and I need to, to shake hands a little differently. And then you wouldn't feel as confident as, and as ah. forward as you are, you would, you would kind of like curl up inside of yourself and people would be like, where'd Moni go? Like what happened to her? Right, right. Because you're able to overcome those things and be like, you know what, that's just not me and that's fine and I understand you don't like it, but this is who I am. Then you go into a room and you're like, boom, here I am. So bad. My husband's like, babe, calm down. I'm like, no, I need to talk to this person. I did some research. I'm about to go talk over here to his wife or like her and like, and I just like to connect with as many people as possible because I feel like there's always opportunities, not about getting coins, but opportunities to build relationships or um, to connect somebody with somebody else you know. And I think those are, I think that's valuable and that makes me happy. So yeah, you know, used to care. I used to care a long time ago, many years ago. Um, And it's funny because my husband was enlisted for six years and then he became an officer and he was like, you know, you can't be acting up. And I was like, I was like, boy, bye. Like you married, uh, my dad was enlisted army. My mom, my mom, you know, was an enlisted wife. I know how this goes. And then he was like, well, no, you know, we're expected to have a certain standard. I said, forget the standard. Like if I want to drink and dance and hang out and cuss and bullshit and not freaking go to the damn whatever meeting bull crap shit, I don't like so-and-so. I don't like, that's not my thing. So that was kind of a shocker for him. <laughs> I completely agree though. And you know what, if it's somebody's, if it's somebody saying that they want to go to all the things and do all the things and, and be a, a picture perfect military spouse, it's fine. That's, that's your thing. I'm certainly not that person. I'm probably going to say something inappropriate. I no. guarantee that at some point in time, I'm going to embarrass my husband. Um, I probably will drop at least one F-bomb, if not more. Like, it's just going to happen. I will go <laughs> and talk to people I shouldn't talk to because people are like, oh, you shouldn't talk to them because, you know, that's like that's like the captain of the boat. I'm like, I don't give a shit who it is. I'm going to yeah. go say, hey. And it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned that because people that are of that that affluent, they actually want to be talked to the most. They don't want to be bullshitted. They want to have a freaking, like a, a good conversation without the, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Or this, not that. Nobody wants, nobody wants to talk about that shit. We how are you doing? Did you catch the damn game or like the weather sucks? Like I use the same method when I pitch people, brands and organizations. I reach out to them like, Hey lady, just like I know her. I don't say, hi, Mrs. Stone, I see that you are the president of blah, blah, blah. And like, that is trash right there. But if you're like, hey, lady, I saw your post the other day. I really like to just hop on a call and connect with you and see how I can support you. Good response every time. 
Same thing with the officers and the people that are affluent. They want to, they really want that connection. I really feel they do because they don't get it as much because people are like walking ah. around them. Yeah. You're like, I'm so scared. Okay. But I think that that's pretty much everybody out there is we want to have relationships. We want to feel connected. We want to feel like people care about us, right? Mm -hmm. That we're not just another number, whatever that number will be, whether it's another dollar or whether it is like just another follower or whether it's just another person on a boat or in a command, they want to feel like they connect, like they can connect with people and they feel like you care about them. And it's not just like, Oh, Hey, so-and-so's wife. I literally, I, I tell people all the time, the most people that I have denied um, coming on the podcast since, um, I, since I took it over by myself, um, has been the people that have reached out to me and they have no idea what the hell I do, no idea what the podcast is about. And they want to tell me all about their accolades and send me their media kit. I'm like, I don't give a shit about your media kit. Like right. I want to know that you're a real human being. You actually have listened to the podcast and care yeah. and that you actually have something of value that you can provide versus, you know, like today I had a girl reach out to me. It's like, hi, I um, take care of all these speakers and blah, 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 blah. And I just wanted to let you know if you need guests for your podcast, I have a bunch of them and you don't have to pay for it. And I'm like, well, that's nice because I don't pay for guests to come on my podcast. And I'm booked up through like June of 2018. So I'm pretty good here. That's like the worst pitch ever. Right? For me, I mean, I have clients that we pitch and we, we pitch to large, you know, anybody. So I would never be like, you don't have to pay. Like, that's weird. It was so weird. And I'm like, you haven't even listened to my podcast to know if your speakers are the people that if I- If they're a good fit. Right. If a good fit. That's really important. I think that's, that's super vital to the branding as well. Because if you're on a podcast that's not even in your niche or like that people wouldn't be able to relate to you, then why even bother with it? Exactly. If these are people that like- it literally means nothing at all to them. Like it's going to do nothing for anybody, the people listening or for the podcast itself or the person being on it. It, it, it it literally means nothing. So I I love that you said that about relationships and connections because that made me think of that. And I'm like, it it takes like no time at all to actually connect with a human being. Right. That's what people want. People want connection. Yeah. And it takes all of like five seconds for you to like actually get to know somebody versus just feeling like, okay, I'm just going to try to sell them or pitch them or whatever. Just take the little extra time to actually get to know them a little bit. Right. And it's, I went to an event, what I went to an event like a month ago. I have a girlfriend who's a um, Marine and she's like, oh, I'm having this thing for the Marine spouses, but I want you to come. I'm an Air Force spouse. I want you to come. You're just going to infiltrate. You'll just, just come and just don't say what you are. Just, I want you to be there because I need you there. Like you're my girl. So I'm like, okay. So I go and the connections are fantastic. Like everybody's awesome. We're hanging out. We're having drinks and we're sitting like on a couch with two chairs, like five of us. And this lady walks over and she's like, I'm Miss so-and-so. And I was like, oh, so you must be the, the off, like whoever's in charge, their spouse and I was like, okay, nice to meet you. And I just kept talking to the other girls. <laughs> like, to me, that's not, that's the old way, right? Like, that's the old mentality. Like, you need to get hit to the game. Like, I don't really give a shit who your spouse is. I really don't. Because it doesn't define me anymore the way that, like, 
our spouse's um, rank used to so-and-so define where we were and our, where we are on status. Now it's just like, doesn't even do that. And it was just so tacky. And I was just like, okay, nice to meet you. Just kept talking to whoever else. Like, I don't really care if your husband is like the three star. Like, you need to talk to people like you want to be talked to and you need to figure out this whole spouse situation because you got it wrong. And yeah. You see it in business too, where, you know, you go to a conference or something like that and you'll see somebody who is considered an influencer or celebrity or whatever in their realm and they aren't even personable. It's like, dude, you are no better than me. You're just like five years ahead of what I'm doing right now. Yeah. I just came from milk logging 17 and that, Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, I had a great time. I made some fantastic connections. As a matter of fact, I was talking to, I had two calls today from, from those that were there that we've connected, but there were some there and I was like, what's happening? You're, you know, you're an influencer. Who are you influencing? I'm just, can I be honest? Can I put that on here? Yes. Yes. Would like to know. And I'm not saying I'm that freaking fabulous or whatever, but I'm making, I'm connecting with people. Who are you connecting with? Don't just sell me your product. That is like my biggest pet peeve in the world. Using a niche community to sell your product or your service only, and then you don't connect with them. I I agree. I absolutely hate that. And although you think you don't, you're not doing it, it's very transparent. You can see it and other people see it. Yes, so, I completely agree. Yeah. So what did you, you think do. of mill blogging all over? Like the- I thought it was fantastic. I had a phenomenal time, honey. You best to go next year. <laughs> it was know. so good. It was so good. It was freaking fabulous. I mean, the two socials were lit. Like, like they were so good. Um, Wise, I went there as a, as a team, part of the team Wise. Yeah. Uh, there were five of us. We, it was amazing. I had the most, the best experience. Laura is phenomenal. She's a fantastic and and such an inspiring leader. And the team I was there with, they were just great. I left with blisters on my toes because we were just like running everywhere the whole time and getting everything done. Um, I think Cortez is fabulous. Like he's, he's, he's the boss. Like for him to be able to get so many people to connect, in that amount of time in that magnitude speaks volumes of his character. So I really, I really look up to that. And then the speakers that we had, they were, they were great. They were great. I'm, I'm excited. I went girl, you better go next year. Yes. I, I, it's definitely on my list. Um, but it's also around the time that the Navy gets their chief results. So if my husband makes chief, then I can't go. (laughs) Girl, it was that's so a big deal. Cool. I can't miss out on that. Like that's no, that's my I know. I mean, it was nice because the speakers were people that you wouldn't normally be in a room with unless you paid for like your ticket with like four hundred dollars or more. And it was just nice to be able to like really, and it was almost tangible because it was like just big enough to not feel overwhelmed, but small enough to feel connected. Yeah. Um, so it was really good. The breakout sessions were amazing and the food was good. Every, everything was, everything was great. It was an A plus plus. 
I love it. So we are running out of time on the podcast, which in 45 minutes goes like that. Uh, If there is something that you could leave my audience with, anything, anything we've chatted about or haven't chatted about yet, what would you want to leave them with? Honestly, I would say that's a good question. Let me see. I'm good at this. (laughs) Honestly, and it's just, it's very simple. Whatever you're doing, no matter what in life, like business, because this is business and life and, and everything, walk in your gift. If you walk and stay true to your gift, everything will come, not easy, but it'll be more intentional and you'll be happy about what you're doing. So I just say walk in your gift. You know, everybody is different. Everybody has different, beautiful, original organic qualities that are given to them. And I think everybody should use them. Don't let anybody tell you to quiet down or, you know, be a little less colorful or whatever your thing is. Just walk in your gift and and be okay with it. It is, it is perfectly enough because you're made that way. I love that. That's the best advice ever. I really do agree with that so much. And especially the part about if people tell you you're a little too colorful, it's okay. It is. is. And and that starts on, sadly, it starts in kindergarten. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, your hair's too big or this or that. And you're just like, you know, you have to just be okay with it. And I think as long as you're walking in your gift, you're good. It's like with my kids, you know, like somebody told me today my clothes don't match, which their clothes never match because I let them dress themselves because I really don't have time to fight with them about clothes. Um, yeah. It's really just not on my like priority list. And choose just, your battles. Yeah. <laughs> right. Choose your battles. That's exactly it. And I was like, well, do you like what you're wearing? Yeah. I'm like, then who cares what other people think? Like wear what you want. What are the right. stripes with the polka dots and the, the bright yellow with like this brown or something. <laughs> These kids, they crack me up, but I love that. Yes. Just, just walk in your gifts. Be you. Don't let other people tell you that you're not good yeah. enough for. As soon you know, as I found that, cause I, when, you know, we start this journey, you know, you're putting yourself out there and you're trying to compare yourself. As soon as I stopped doing that and tapped into like what my gift was, things started to bloom. So I just, that's my biggest thing. I tell my kids that all the time. So let them wear yellow polka dots with brown stripes. (laughs) Well, Moni, thank you so much. This has been so enjoyable. Thank you for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. I had a fantastic time and I'm excited to hear what it comes out to be. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Inspired Women podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, share this out with your friends and family, and join us in the Inspire Women community on Facebook. I'll catch you next week.